Good evening, and welcome to our podcast. Podcast 68, written October 24, 2021. The title of our podcast today is What Is This World Coming To? Part 2, with the subtitle Murder in the House. Many of you may wonder why I subtitle my podcast Murder in the House. Because I want, you to, I want to explain to you that I am not talking about some building that you live in. I'm talking about your body, your spirit lives in. I believe there is a room and or space in every man's heart that you can fill with either good or evil. Every human being has it. And in that room, there in your heart, your spirit resides. If you choose to do bad, that's your choice. And if you choose to do good, that's your choice. When I use the term murder in the house, I am talking about the spirit of murder has gotten into the heart of people that do these awful killings of their fellow men. Evil men, they are called, are totally fascinated and obsessed by murder. Whereas, honestly speaking, There appears to be no more good conscience left in them. It was stated on the news this week that 45% of Americans celebrate Halloween. They love its fashion, and many are so excited during this time of year to dress as something evil or dead. And some even honor the dead. They are fascinated with Halloween, the parties, cinemas, movies, TV shows, Halloween costumes, and dress is where they're spending most of the money. Food and drinks fall second and third. You see, all Halloween, Halloween. Hallows Eve, I'm sorry, just as Christmas and New Year's Eve is the day before the holiday. The holiday for Halloween is Hallow Day, Hallows Day, November 1st. Was also known in the past Celtic Christian era as. All Saints Day. Hallow, a derivative of holy and sanctified, but the enemy has taken it and attached it to the word Halloween, which is used today, and nothing is sacred or holy or sanctified about it. Its original meaning was Christian people of Ireland, Ireland during 
their ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, Samhain, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, would dress in a costume and light bonfires to ward off ghosts. Now, during the 18th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as All Saints Day. So you see, originally, the day really was for what the Ireland Celtic meant for a good purpose, but as with all good efforts of saints, the enemy Satan comes along and pollutes it. Granted, the Ireland Christian Church had some sidesteps from the Holy Bible, but they were seeking to do that which was good and right. So, in the beginning, All Hallows' Eve and the Hallow Day was not about evil. It was somewhat a church function. But the enemy has taken what was meant for good and turned it evil. The U.S. being a melting pot, it always takes traditions from other countries. And the enemy took the opportunity of what Christians thought was a good thing and changed it to something evil. Today in the U.S., during the month of October, we get bombarded with the Halloween vaccination ads of what Satan has turned into murder, killing, death, honoring the dead, and so on. There's so many movies that have been produced for the widescreen in Hollywood about the subject of murder. And for someone, or for some reason, the American people can't seem to get enough of it. There are people who are possessed and know it. There are some people who are possessed and don't know it. And then there's the rest of us who are just fascinated with the idea of death and murder. But we'll continue until we grieve God to act, in essence, in the world. I'm not saying the more evil we do, the sooner the world is going to end, because God has a set day when he will judge and end the world. But since we don't know, let's get right with Jesus Christ. Amen? Some of us will repent, and some will go to church exorcisms, where we have the wicked spirit cast out. Others continue in struggling with them. Nevertheless, just as in the days of Noah, so shall the coming of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, be. Matthew 24, 37, paraphrase. But as the Lord state when the, when the Spirit is cast out of a man and he goes about trying to find a place to rest, he think to himself, hmm, I will go back to my house. And what he's saying is he will go back and take possession of you whom he was cast out of before. 
Luke 11, 24 through 26, paraphrase. But when he goes back, he figured, I'll take some more evil spirits with me. Why? He'd take more spirits with him? I suppose that way there'll be a more powerful force. It won't be easy to cast them out the second time around. You see, some evil spirits, even the disciples couldn't cast out. But Jesus always would cast them out because he's God. So all evil spirits were subject to him. But he gave his disciples a tip. And that is, some of these spirits only come out through fasting and prayer. Matthew 17, 21. Meaning, you gotta really dedicate yourself to this task. You got to really get prayed up and close to God for these tests. So when you go in these and in there, you're locked and loaded, so to speak, with all the weapons of spiritual warfare and unrighteousness, if you will. That way, you're sure those spirits are going to come out. I'd like to share something with you. This is really heart-touching. The Lord, in his quest to save man, he goes it, he does it with utmost respect. He invites us to come and dine with him. He seeks our permission to come into our lives. Have you ever noticed that picture of Jesus standing at the door knocking? If, you're no, if, if you've noticed, the door has no knob on the outside. Therefore, you have to open it for the, from the inside so to let him in. He respects you. God is a gentleman. Not so in the dark kingdom. They come in, provoke you to lie, steal, and kill, you name it, and even possess you without your permission. But evil spirits can't touch you unless you go on their turf and practice evil. I guess that's a rule from the playbook. God won't take you by force and neither will he allow the evil spirits to take you by force. But if you open a door, they will come in. I guess it's the best way to put it. Remember, Satan couldn't touch Job. Only God permitted certain things to be to things he could do. I'm sorry. A man has to pursue the things of the dark kingdom to invite an evil spirit in. For example, if we pursue theft, we start off early in life taking things that belong to others. We want to pursue murder, we start early watching these horror movies or doing horrible things, horrible things. We get obsessed, later become possessed of the spirit of murder. If we lust at nudity as a child, nudity and sex, that child 
may later be a rapist. He watched phonographic movies until he's overcome and it don't please him anymore. So now he wants to go out and try some of these acts. And because in the dark kingdom, they don't have respect. That's why a man will rape a woman if she refuse him sex. But not so in the kingdom of light. God is a gentleman. Therefore, the only people are going to be in heaven are the ones who want to be there and has asked Jesus to come into their heart and save them. He's not going to save anybody against their will, but he will do everything in his great power to help you come to salvation and be saved. That's why in the end, when the judgment is set, there will be much to debate because most of us would have already made up our mind what side we choose. And because God is just and loving, God, he allow us to make that choice. You see, I believe there is a spiritual vacuum that that spot I was talking about earlier in every soul born on planet Earth. And I truly believe the good Lord placed that vacuum there so we choose freely what we put there. He gave us freedom of choice to be free in our mind, make our own decisions, what we'll choose, freedom of choice in our physical body, how I nurture, care, and carry myself. He also gave us the freedom to fill that spiritual vacuum in our heart. Who we will worship. In other words, if you want to serve God, that vacuum is there for you to fill with good and godly things. If you want to serve Satan, that vacuum is there for you to fill it with bad and evil things. Why? Because he created us to be free moral beings. Make our own choice. That way, you won't be in hell unless you choose to go to hell. Same with heaven. You won't be in heaven unless you choose to go there. Our God is very organized and everything he does, he even gave us a manual to go along with our human body and soul. It's called the Bible. It's filled with basic instruction before leaving earth. I heard that before. B-I-B-L-E. Our enemy, Satan, did give us a manual, but a sickness called sin, and it has been with us ever since Adam and Eve sinned. We have murdered in the house, in our car, in our churches, in our schools, in our government. So the sin of murder is running rampant right now. And the only cure is to confess our sin, to repent, forsake it, and ask the Lord Jesus Christ into our hearts. Human life is no more sacred in the eyes of man. To kill a man is as killing an insect. 
some would have more compassion for a dog's life than they would a child's life. You can't go to school. You can't go to, to, to a house party. You can't even go to a church meeting without experiencing a concern of murder. People even murder people at funerals because it's an opportune time for them to target the one they are after. It makes you wonder, what is the world coming to? Well, I can now answer that. The short answer, it's coming to an end. A long answer would be more like, lawlessness shall increase. And it goes on to get worse. And Matthew 24 tells of the many things that's going to transpire in these last days. Read it. This desert has always been a place for dumping murdered murder victims. Also, waterways, rivers, ocean, lakes. That's why when the Lord comes back, he states that the sea will give up their dead, death and hell and our earth would give up her dead. Bodies you thought you hid will be brought back to life in the end. And you and they, all people get to stand before Almighty God in judgment. Let me read it. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were open. Another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up her dead, which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead, which were in them. And they would judge every man according to their works. Revelation 20, 12 and 13. So you see, it don't matter where you bury the body or every man will be judged. The killer and the one who's killed according to what he has done here on earth. Some advice for those of you who now contemplating committing a crime, you're never alone. There's a minimum of three witnesses to every crime. It's you, the evil spirit that provoked you to commit the crime, and there's God. He looks on because he gave you the freedom and right to choose. But you can also choose to change. It doesn't have to be that way. You can choose to repent and invite Jesus Christ in and get murder out of your house. And remember, not talking about the building, but your body and spirit. Amen. Amen. This concludes our podcast. If you or someone you know have need of prayer, contact us at heavensprayerlink.com. We'd love to pray with you. God bless you.